Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marlene know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am drinking Cabernet right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? finale little less drunk time little less drunk a little less cabernet because lord knows we had all of the cabernet last week we ended up staying in my apartment till god knows what time in the morning oh, no 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 we also went out and got more oh. wine because the boto box of four wines wasn't enough we literally yeah <laughs> so there were six of us here we drank the entire boto box which is supposed to equal four bottles of wine Plus, Christina had her own bottle of Savion Blanc because she's and a white wine no, girl. No, that was we each had a bottle of wine because Christina drank her own, and then Chandler was drinking cider. cider. Yeah, and then we had then we started having a dance party. If you I don't know if you're watching my Snapchats, <laughs> and then we went uh, to get more wine, and then we did karaoke, <laughs> and then I did my classic order three pizzas and, <laughs> and sandwiches sticks. and mozzarella sticks at circa 2 a.m. So yeah. we had quite a night. I was definitely still My drunk the entire text. next day. <laughs> From you get the next day was, wow, we really went for it last night. <laughs> we really went for it. You know what's funny? I feel like I'm usually like the enabler. and I mean, like, I guess we both can be that way or whatever, but I feel like I'm usually the one that's kind of like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Like, oh, one more. Or like, yeah, let's get some more wine. Like, whatever, stay, guys. Come on, let's live our lives. But I genuinely was like, this is going to be tame. Like, I'm just going to have a couple glasses of wine. Like, whatever. We'll never finish this box. And then I was like, I feel like even when you guys were going out to get it, like, normally I'd be like, yeah, great, go, go, go. And I was kind of like, I mean, maybe we don't need any more. And you guys were like, bye. Yeah, we were like, yeah, this is happening. <laughs> when it, so was wait, it was you, me, Chandler, and... Christina, Diana. And, and like, Lori. And Lori. But Lori but didn't say for karaoke. Lori didn't stay. Christina left after a while, too. She stayed pretty far in, though. She did oh, karaoke. yeah, she did. She did karaoke, too. She, she left before pizza. Wow. We really went for yeah, it. Yeah, we really went for it. That was... It was a fun night. But, man, Wednesday was roof stoof. I was it, like... I woke up. My apartment was leaking. And I had to stay home from work. And I was like, thank you, God. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for this magical gift. How did you know that I needed to stay home? It was, uh, it was pretty magical. Oh my god, we got a one star review. We did. It's. I mean, like, I'm it's so a, excited. This is what. This is why we ask for reviews, though. So, um, we always ask you guys to review us and rate us on iTunes because it, whether it's positive or negative, it just helps people find us. The more reviews you have, so please definitely hit us up, Cabernet on iTunes and leave us a review. And and Chell Bells one two one four one one. So I assume her name is Chelsea, or it could be like. You'd think her name is Chelsea if she went Shell Bells. And it could be Shalandala. That's you're not wrong. I had uh, some friends in college that called me Shell Bells. Always fun. Anyways, but she said the sound issues lately are super annoying, and I'm struggling to listen at work. I'm sorry, Shell yeah, Bells. You're not wrong. You're not, I, I feel like I've especially had some the, issues with us as well. Well, the problem I think, especially with the off the rails ones, I mean, there's just there's no way around it. We just wouldn't yeah. be able to do them because 
we're not like in a podcast studio. We're all at different mm-hmm. far like distance. Like we try to remain sort of the same distance from the mic, like in a yeah. circle. But we all drink a bottle of wine and we're just shouting. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sorry, Jobels. Well, we always are striving to do better and yeah, we appreciate we're the feedback. Work on it a little we appreciate bit more, the feedback. And um, you know, I appreciate you listening and taking the time to yeah. spread your disappointment. Well, I mean, so yeah, that we can like, work on it. I appreciate that she like took the time to write the write the review because it means that hopefully at least she enjoys listening and she yeah. wants it to get better. So she, her listening experience can be even better. Like Avis, we'll try harder. We'll try harder. Is that what Avis's thing is? It was at least that was like the 1980s like That's tagline. So funny. Or, like we try harder. Oh, because, we try harder because that, that will we'll try harder. Sounds like. <laughs> Listen, we know we said. I know we're a shit show. We're gonna continue to try harder. <laughs> Stick with us. Um, so the drink that we're drinking is uh, Grattan Cellars Cabernet Sauvignon 2013. Um, it's a California winery. I got this at the Crescent Wine Shop. Um, the guy was really excited to talk to me because he knows that I like really bold red wines. Yeah, it was just like. I was like, well, we're looking for, like, we're just going to have maybe, like, one or two today, so I thought we would get, like, a really nice bottle, and he's like, well, how really nice do you want to get? This one's $37, and I was like, hmm, let's take a celebrity. I'm not celebrating Saturday that hard. <laughs> and so he said that this one was really nice, and it is. It's, like, exactly what I was kind it's of hoping nice. for. It's, like, a nice... It's uh, it's bold. You want to kind of take it down a little and slow down and drink it. It's got a cute, beautiful little label. It looks like old timey California. Yeah, it's, very it's been nice. around for four years. This winery, so Groton. What's the content? What content are we working with? Thirteen. Thirteen five. I'm down. Not bad. I'm down with it. It's not, not cool. too. Not too bad. Because nice. I was like. There's one at our wine store that's seventeen percent. No. And I found it, and I was just like, oh, this is dangerous that I know that you're here. <laughs> well, we need we know what we're drinking yeah. next week. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so, so let's dive in. So basically, I mean, as we often do, last week was off the rails. We're very drunk. Real oh, quick. Podbean, Stitcher, oh, yes. and iTunes is where you can hear us, download yes. us, and rate us. So please uh, subscribe, and as we said earlier, give us all the reviews. But shout out to Podbean and Stitcher and iTunes. Okay, bye. <laughs> also tell your friends and also now we're in the bridge season and we will never leave you so as always yeah. we're going to be here every Tuesday I'm sorry every record on Tuesday we're going to be here every Wednesday morning for you so so keep tuning in and we're going to do lots of fun um, like we did if you were here last bridge season we will rewatch old episodes mm-hmm. sometimes just us or with like some of our best friends and just kind of like dive back into analyzing old episodes and under the new lens of the new information from the finale and then also sometimes we like to bring our other friends in that have other podcasts who don't watch Pretty Little Liars and we'll watch a random episode with them and then just like enjoy talking about it their reaction to it yes. all, having no context. Yeah. And it's just so funny to hear people that have no context for Pretty Little Lies. Like, you remember just how insane it is. <laughs> and then, like, hearing them, like, ask quotes, so wait a minute, so wait a minute, and, like, yeah. trying to explain I watched what's going on. this last episode with Katie Kampa, uh, who's also done the podcast with us at one point or another, and um, she had some really funny moments <laughs> while she was watching it. Because she guys- hasn't watched it in a real long time. She doesn't know what's going on. And it was just really funny, her reactions and her reactions to my reactions, which we can get into as we go along. Did she scream with the zombie Mrs. D? She was just like, whoa, <laughs> that that is really fucked up. And then, like, when Allie was saying, like, I've got to, 
like, I'm not okay, I need help. And Katie was like, we were both working and watching it, like, in the background. And she's like, that's the first step, honey child. (laughs) Katie does the Shade of It All podcast, the RuPaul Drag Race podcast. So um, it's just, she was definitely Drag Race thoughts coming out of her brain. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so... Before we started, Chelsea, was, and I was like, what are we going to talk about? Chelsea's like, let's go over 6B finale. And I was like, good, because I still don't understand it. PLL Sherlock literally makes my brain hurt. Oh, I, but like, shout out to Sherlock. I'm so that, glad I'm she's so glad back. I'm back, but like, I'm my so glad brain she's back. was just like doing backflips about how overwhelmed I was about the cousin Charlotte okay. stuff. So should we revisit that? Because I feel like everyone's so confused. And I mean, basically... Well, first they're going to come and get us. Yeah, the cops are coming for us, if you guys can hear that. Uh, Let the cops pass by. They don't need to know that we're in here um, drinking wine. I guess that's legal. Is it? I think it's mostly legal. Okay. um, Any hoodle. So, it was revealed, obviously, as you guys all know now. And if you don't, stop listening. Why would you do this to yourself? Go watch the episode (laughs) first. But uh, it turns out that Rollins, Allie's husband... And Charlotte's doctor is really the, he's really, he was really in love with Charlotte and Mrs. D has a twin who is Mary and Mary is Charlotte's real mom. Mom. So Charlotte and Allie are actually cousins. And then Rollins, whose maybe real name is not Rollins or whatever. He was just pretending to love Allie and married her just so that they could drive her crazy. And then they could take away all of Charlotte's money from the Karasimi group. Yeah, all the money that Allie... So Allie was owns 51% of the Karasimi group. And so now that Rollins and Allie are married, he can take that and give it to Mary. Yeah. Um, and Rollins is really in love with Charlotte. And Allie's just a pawn in his game. But what Kelly Noonan finally watched it um, last night. She stayed over as she always does. Well, because sorry, we're recording this early, guys. Spoiler alert. We're recording this over the week. It's Saturday. She stayed over on Friday night last week. And um, we were watching it. I fell asleep immediately. But she actually ended up watching the whole thing. Because she hadn't seen it yet. Because she had to work late on Tuesday. And she never got around to watching it. And she was texting me this morning like, I have so many questions. And I was like, text them to me. We'll talk about it on the podcast. But basically, she was just saying... She was confused because, um, okay, this is what she said. What I'm saying is how could he have um, been seeing Allie without Cece being aware? He was Cece's doctor, and her and Allie were close during that time. I mean, he used a fake accent for five years? What the fuck? Obviously, Cece and Allie were around him at the same time. So which accent did he use when they were all together? And did they kill Cece to get control of the business? Are they trying to avenge Cece? Which I said they're trying to avenge Cece and take the business. Um, He said that's a really fucking long con for Rollins over five years. How did he know he would need to trick Allie into marrying him so he could drive her to a mental breakdown so he could have control of the business? Or he wasn't planning on Cece being out of the picture, right? If he didn't have anything to do with her death, what could it have possibly been? How did he enact whatever... Like, what is his actual plan? Because then I said, well, I think he has a different plan. I think Rollins has a different plan, and it's going to fuck over Mary, Drake. Like, I don't think he's loyal to her either. I think he's, like, pretending to be loyal to Mary, but then I think he has a different plan all along. But Kelly's point was, like, what the fuck is his plan, and what's happening? But she makes such a good point, because I didn't think about it that far. I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, 
he was seeing Allie yeah. while Charlotte was alive, and they were just keeping it a secret because they were mm-hmm. probably like, oh, this will upset Charlotte, I'm her doctor, or whatever. But that's a really good point, like, what accent, because, like, if he's using an accent now... Yeah, so was he using one with Cece, and right. why would he use one with Cece? Did Cece know about Mary... And was she avenging Cece's death, or was she just trying to get the money because she felt like Cece's money was really her? I think that's probably both. I think it was mostly money-oriented, and I think, yeah. like, avenging the death was just, like, a byproduct of it, too. But but it does mean, like, and guys, please help us out, because, like, if it's obvious and we're just being crazy... We're all in it together. But, like, I mean, Kelly just makes such a good point. I can't believe I never thought it through that hard. I was like, because... And, yeah, would Charlotte know about Mary... Because then how was, okay, Charlotte's in the mental institution. She seemed to genuinely love Jessica De Laurentiis as, like, the only person that cared yes. about her, called her mommy. It really seems like she did not know about Mary Drake. Unless Mary Drake revealed herself while Charlotte was in the mental institution. But then wouldn't you think Charlotte, like, what would Mary Drake have said to Charlotte to keep Charlotte from telling Allie? And then, if that's the case, why was Mary Drake, why would Mary Drake not reveal herself to her own daughter? And then, why would, so Mary Drake, so Charlotte died, and Mary Drake just came and was like, hey, Rollins, you remember how you used to love my daughter? Oh, yeah, no, I'm not Jessica De Laurentiis. she's dead. I'm Mary Drake, let's get this money back. And why would he be like, oh, all this sounds plausible? <laughs> Sounds good. Nice to meet you, mother that no one ever knew of. This sounds great. In the meantime, he didn't then, just at that moment, start seducing Allie. He was presumably seducing Allie this whole time. I mean, right? Because, and then I would be like, okay, it makes sense that he was seducing Allie because the whole time they were like, Mary Drake was like, hey, Rollins. Let's get Allie out of the picture to make sure she doesn't Maybe she get any control. Maybe she out of the picture, too. Maybe she did, because otherwise, Kelly made a mind-blowing point, at least for me, of, like, Rollins was doing this long con, falling, pretending to love Allie over the course of, like, several years at the very least, even if it wasn't the whole time. It was yeah. several years. And, like, but he knew the whole time that Charlotte was going to end up dead unless he killed her. That's Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that they teamed up because... I feel like, like, so Cece's money came from Jessica giving her money and Cece invested in it. Yeah. Right? But the money went back to Jessica's family after Cece died. I feel like Mary probably wasn't a good mom and that's why she got the kid taken away. Because she went to a mental institution. Okay. She was in Radley. She was in Radley, too. Was she there the same time? Different that, times? It's, Did Jessica put her in Radley? I think it seems like they would have had to overlap. Right? I, think, I think they would have had to overlap. So is Mary Marion? But Mary's not Marion because we see Mary and we see Marion. No. And like, wouldn't Toby be like, wow, my mom looked just a hell of a lot like right. your mom. Right, right, exactly. It was a little funny, our mom seemed very similar. Yeah, so <laughs> everything like, Nothing makes sense. And mm-hmm. this is a big, I mean, Marlene and the writers are smart, obviously. Like, so they would have had, there's just no way that they would put the storyline out there. And I mean, I feel like some listeners are probably going to be like, whatever. Remember, like, the plot holes of, like, how old 
Charles was when Marion died and Beth well, blah, blah, blah. I but think like that's I why think... Wilden came back in this episode, why they used Wilden. I think there's more to Wilden yeah. as well. Why they used Wilden's death because Allie was acting wicked guilty about Wilden. She was like, It's not my fault. It's and then like she fault. was just like and then but she was in the church and she was just like I'm being punished. She had to have had more to do with the whole Wilden story. And I feel like there is more Wilden than meets the eye. I'm going to get Tanuki before he gets yeah. into this bag. I feel like Tanuki's trying to get into the bag, but he's also got the handle around his neck. So Chelsea's saving him from, like, near death right now. He's a psychopath. Okay. Um, but the other thought that I had while I was doing all this was, so... What if Rollins is, like, a Wren of a doctor? You know how, like, we're not sure if Dr. Wren's a real doctor. And, okay. And Wren talked about having a crazy brother. <gasps> is this how they're finally going to satisfy so, all of the yeah. like, people who are on board with Wren? Which I think we all know I never cared about. I'm definitely not in a category of people who are, like, Wren, so she, or, like, People, I feel like there's such a category of people that are just, con- like, convinced that there- nothing makes sense in the world unless Ren is involved. I don't have those feelings at all. Like, I don't have any. I'm sorry. Tanuki <laughs> is like, what is he doing, though? He's, like, just he's he's like, trying to have a real thought, and I'm like, your cat's trying to, like, get inside the oven. He's trying to live in the oven. If you guys follow me on Snapchat, you know that Tanuki likes to live anywhere but just in this house. He likes to live in the hall. <laughs> he tries to live in the refrigerator. And now he's trying to live in the stove. What are you eating from the stove? Oh, my God. I'll tell you what it is. I think when I was, we ordered, like, the seven pizzas. And the next morning, there was, like, little pizza toppings strewn about on my counter. And I thought I cleaned them all up. It's probably, like, a, uh, it's probably like a mushroom from, like, a week ago. God, you are such an animal, Tanuki. Yeah, stop eating it. That's gross. Sorry, guys. Um, gross. We'll stop fix this it. in post. Um, <laughs> we will. But what did you say about just? You were saying something very intellectual and smart. And no, I was just. Point. I was just saying that I don't care about Ren, just like I don't care about Lucas. For whatever reason, I don't feel this connection to these characters, and maybe it is by virtue of the fact that I started in the middle of season three instead of from the beginning. So by that time, like Ren wasn't really as much of an important character as he had been in the past. I mean, he was still around a little bit, but like. I just, I can't really relate to people who feel like this connection to Ren and the way yeah. that they're like, it has to be him. It's like, why? He's such that a... that one episode. That he, one episode where they were like, we need somebody to be bad. Well, right. But he's such just a tangential character. Like, it's just, he, he, to me, he's such an obvious red herring. I'm going to, like, flash forward to the end of season seven and he's uber and everyone's like, Chelsea, you fool. But, like, I just you, can't but, see that happening. But I think point. that there could be something to the, like, fan service. That yeah. this is how they're going to involve Ren. Like, this yeah. is Ren's That's, I think crazy this is how brother or whatever. Oh, but wait, it wasn't his brother. Didn't he say his dad was in a mental institution? I think he said his dad or uncle. I think it was his dad or uncle. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was his uncle because it was um, Lesser Lowe's brother. Les- that was Lesser Lowe's brother was in, yeah. The mental institution. Maybe the mental institution is code for the grinder. <laughs> but I think that there is something to like this doctor with a British accent. Yeah. Like somehow being like the lesser, like Ren, the Ren substitute because he's moved on to bigger and better oh, things. God bless Julian Morris. So, I mean, it could come back to somehow like relating. That would be interesting. I always like when they tie in old characters and new characters, that's fine. 
I don't know. It's just, it's very hairy right now. I'm not mad about it. I still hold to what I said no, last week. I'm not mad about it, but it's just getting a little hairy. It's just... Here's what I like about this episode is that I don't get it. Yeah. And I think that there's more to learn, and it makes me want to go back and, like, try and piece things together again. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited that we're excited to watch old episodes again, because I feel like they're, like, season five. I'm just like, why would I ever watch another episode of that season? It just all felt like you're yeah. not going to learn anything. But, like, now I'm kind of excited to go back and, like you were saying, like, we'll do some episodes maybe where we go back and try to figure out where Mary, Mary or Jessica. Just, exactly. Um, Andrea Parker is going to be a series regular, regular, which I'm so happy about. She's I awesome. love her. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, I was reading a bunch of on. articles. Oh my god, we should work on that. Okay, I'll put that on my list. Only in dreams, I would love to speak to with her because I just love her work in general. But um, so, season seven, <laughs> Marlene in all of her um, articles and interviews has been saying. And I can't help but laugh when she says this. She's like, it's going to be so many answers. Oh, yeah. There's going to be ev- an answer every episode. Every episode's going to be mind-blowing. And I'm like, girl, we've heard this song before. Right, right. Like, you're, you're on repeat. Yeah. Like, you're a genie in a bottle. Right. Like, I can't. I don't know what to believe anymore from you, Marlene. Did yeah. you think that this episode, this season was... Giving us a lot of answers. Yeah. Because, and like, even like the 6A finale, it was just like, you're gonna learn more uh, answers than ever before. I'm trying to talk without moving my face. Like, she does. Um, I mean, I love her. Don't get me wrong. I think she's fucking genius, but her face does not move. Um, That's correct. But mine moves too much, some may say. She. But, like, I just don't know what to believe. And then uh, Lucy Hale gave an interesting interview Ooh. where she kept being, like, it might not be the end. Marlene's saying it might not be the end. I'm saying it might not be the end. But I think it's just not all the original cast. Like, not the whole cast is going to be there. That's, Which yeah. leads me to believe that, like, Benzo Benson, is, like, Benson's by bitches. Um, so that means I could probably see Troy Shay leaving. Bitches too. I could see Troy leaving. I feel like the guys are probably there to stay. The, the guys are like, we're in. I feel like Lucy really enjoys doing the show. Yeah. So I think she's actually the one that's like, yeah, let's do this because... And I've... I don't think she has as much of an ego as the other girls. Yeah. Like, I think she's just like, cool, let's keep working. Yeah. I like working. And I like that, you know, yeah. Like, not that she doesn't have other ambitions or want to grow, but it's no, like, I think like, she's just a little more like, cool, this is a nice, steady fucking game. Even in the article, she was like, they were talking about like, oh, you do get typecast. And she was like, well, definitely. She's like, I and wish I, I want... got typecast. I don't get cast. No, just kidding. No, she does. She's in a big movie. No, she does. She's in a big movie coming out. And time. she's like, I, yeah, I do get cast as like a teen ingenue and whatever. And like, but at the same time. You know, I'm always looking for challenges, and I can find a challenge in any acting job and, like, whatnot. So it was very much, like, I'm just enjoying business and working and, yeah. you know, like, I, I feel like she's still in it. I don't know if what it could be, but, like, if it was, like, the Arya spinoff and we, like... I don't know, it becomes, like, Arya's Murder, She Wrote, I would be game. Like, I totally watch There's that. a lot of different ways the show can go after this, and, like... Somebody even asked me, they were like, why are you still watching if you know who A is? And I was like, well, there's just, like, a whole bigger story 
involved here that I'm very interested in. Um, it's interesting that she said, I think it's interesting that she even said that much about it. Um, no, you're fine. I think it's interesting she even said that much about it. But that's what I've always said, or we both always said, is like, I could see, if they go beyond season seven, I've always said that, like, that that's the most likely scenario, is that it would be called Pretty Little Liars, but it would be, like, you know, a new cast. Mm-hmm. With, like, a different, you know what I mean? Or, like, where... I'm trying to think of an example. I mean, not say about the college years, but you know, it's like Ezra yeah. comes back and he's the principal, and there's like new students, like something like that, where it's like a couple of the characters you recognize, but it's like next generation, and they kind of like reboot it. Well, you can kind of almost do what they did with screen movies. Yes. You know, yes. I think that they could do something where it's like Arya comes back to town and she's still being tortured, and like it's kind of a whole new group of people, but it's still kind of the same motive and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I. I wouldn't be mad at that, and yeah. I feel like they're a creative group of writers. Yeah. That's so, the thing, like, they're just always going to tell. I think it's always going to be something I would be interested in watching because they're good storytellers. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just, I've always enjoyed sort of, like, the arcs of the seasons, most of the time. Um, it took me a lot of watches to realize what was going on with the Hannah storyline. And I don't know if that's because I'm a distracted viewer or if I have mental defects, or if it just <laughs> was like, it was a very it interesting kind of interspersing of stuff because they were, as they often do in a finale, putting a lot of stuff in. And uh, Pretty Little Podcasters also mentioned the fact that it was an episode where it was like, let's give you all the couples you love, the greatest hits of. Yeah. Pretty Little Liars couples. Yeah. We've got Ezreal. We've got Spala. We've got Spoby. We've <laughs> right. got Halo. Right. Like, um, right. And I, I totally see that and agree with that. But at the same time, you've got this Hannah story where she's, she sends the text to A saying she's going to go turn herself into A. It was her that killed Charlotte. And A was like, you better come on or I'm going to gun you. And so <laughs> she goes to Radley first to talk to her mom yeah. to make it seem like she's saying goodbye to her. Yeah. Then she meets up with Caleb and Ezra and Aria, and they're working on setting up the cameras and everything at the Lost Woods Motel. Yeah. Then... Ezra and Arya are in, like, another corner of the room, this very tiny motel room, where Hannah and Caleb have this romantic flashback where we find out how they broke up, that Hannah really came back, and Caleb didn't give her another chance, because he'd already given her enough chances, and he went off to Europe, and that's how that circle of life happened. Right. And so then Hannah's, like... Caleb's like, you don't have to be the one that's a sacrifice here. And she says, well, you said I would be safe and I believe you still. Then they kind of inch closer and talk about, she's like, I came back for you. I still loved you. And then they have a horrible moment where they they kiss. But then if you watch that scene, Ezra's like, uh, so the cameras are set. (laughs) Wait, really? He 100% comes back in from being out at the room. 
I, you don't think so? Like, I want to pause it right now and show you that, like... Okay, let's do it. Let's all pause. Right. And we're back. Okay, <laughs> so that was interesting. So you're so basically, so Ezra and Arya do leave the room, and then yeah. Caleb have their moment. They start kissing, and then the camera never leaves Caleb. The camera's on Caleb, and all of a sudden you see a shadow, and you hear Ezra saying, "Okay, I think we're ready." And they're like, "Whoa!" whoa and they like break apart. And he's like, "Okay, we're gonna get ready." So definitely, yeah, he breaks them up. But I still would say he didn't necessarily see them because here's what I could envision. I can envision him opening, opening the, the door, door and not seeing it. And then yeah. like, but they're, but he had he to probably have seen was the like, after effect of them being like, he probably, yeah. like touching lips, feeling awkward. He was probably for sure like suspicious, but maybe can't confirm. But that's interesting. And I wonder if, I hope that comes into play later. Right. I hope it comes into play that he kind of is like, like, Aria. I feel like I need to, like, I might have seen some shit. Yeah. You know? But there was also a moment where, after that, when Hannah is missing and taken down the hole. Mm. <laughs> lots of holes in this episode. Lots of holes. <laughs> um, she's taken down the hole, and, uh, like, Caleb gets, like, real aggro about it. And he's just like, she shouldn't have gone missing anyway! And Spencer's just like, <gasps> and, like, Toby's, like, looking at her like, uh-oh, trouble in paradise, babe. Right. Right. Maybe it's a weird. You want to come over and talk about my glasses some more? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like oh, it was a weird moment. Um, Tanuki's obsessed with me right now. Tanuki's staring at me. He you. can't stop staring at me. Anyway, he's like, um, "Why doesn't Aunt Sue live here anymore? Like she did that one weekend when she watched me. That last weekend. Why did Aunt Sue go away? Why is staring at me? What does he want from us?" <laughs> What the fuck oh my is he God. Want from his us? mouth just started moving. He's looking at us licking his lips. Is he gonna is he preparing to eat us? Possibly. Your cat's I've never fed an animal that was so ravenous. He tried to grab the food from me and would legit like paw it all over the counter and there would just be like wet food everywhere. He will sometimes when I'm getting it ready, jump up on the counter, grab the hunk of wet yeah. food in his mouth and take it down to the floor. Yeah. It's like, when have I ever, Tanuki, put food out for you and then not let you have it? <laughs> like, who are you trying to get it before? He's just like, who you're going to psych for? me out. I know it. He's like an insane animal. Um, anyways, um, what else? What else do want to talk about? I wanted to talk about a lot. There was... Going back and rewatching it, it was just there was a lot of crazy. Um, so we don't think that Mary is Marion. Oh, this was interesting. Go on. So when Allie wakes up from her nap and goes to the jewelry box, mm-hmm. she's watching Cat on a Hat Tim Roof. Interesting. What is that about? So that's what I was asking the world as well. So I, by the world, I mean Google, and I googled it, and it was Cat on a Hat Tim Roof, and it was about. It's another cat watch. reference. Yeah. A lot of cat references in this. If you True. look at Parallel Sherlock's Insta, she she picks up on all the cat like there's a lot of like cat Nianus. imagery. It's about the Nianus of it, yeah. And that uh there's a lot of talk of cats and cats and dogs and anyways. Yeah, that's what I call PLL. Exactly. Um, what's it about? So the excerpt that she's that they have is her talking about addiction. Um, it's like addiction and drugs and they have to go to a facility for addiction. 
So addiction makes me think of Jason. Mm-hmm. So the story of hot, of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof is there's a father who's dying of cancer. His doctor tells the fa- the, the doctor tells the father he's not dying of cancer, but tells his sons that he really is dying of cancer. Okay. And he's like, I just don't think it's good for your dad to know this. But he tells his sons that, and one's the beloved son who was like a football star, and he's the one with the alcohol problem. And the other son is like secure in his job, has a loving wife, they have six children, like, or they have five children, they're about to have their sixth child, and they really want the father's inheritance, and they're going after it hard, when really, Brick, the football player, is like the one that the father really loves the most, but they've had a falling out. And, like, there was this whole thing where, like, Brick isn't a football star anymore because his football buddy dies. And you find out that his football buddy died because his wife was jealous of their friendship and had, like, kind of tried to seduce the best friend, Skippy, or whatever. So Brick's friend, Skippy, is with the wife, and she tries to seduce him. She kind of, like, leaves it ambiguous enough to think that they slept together. Okay. He wakes up, feels horrible, apologizes to Brick. Brick hangs up on him because he's so upset. There's also, like, an underlying thing, according to the IMDb, that Brick and Skippy may have been more than friends. Um, okay. So Brick hangs up and is upset. And Brick also, like, doesn't really have sex with his hot wife. Okay. And so Skippy ends up committing suicide because he's so guilt-ridden over the whole thing. And so Brick, like, can never be the same. Drugs, drinking, horrible. This is all from the IMDb stuff, so, like, we all know how reliable the internet is. So if I'm ruining this, please let us know. But um, I just thought it was interesting that that was what she was watching when she wakes up. And it's basically about, like, this family struggle over money and somebody's death getting money and, you know, just trying to be like, you know, you're you're never going to be okay without going to an addiction or a rehab facility. Yeah. Like, that's where you're headed. You don't, like, button up and fly, right, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if that's just supposed to make Ali feel like she's going crazy because... She's, you know, on pills and not in her right mind. Or if there's something deeper about, like, the familial connection. If there was a battle for De Laurentiis money and the reason why Mrs. D was able to fund Cece was because she got the money over her sister because her sister was in a rehab facility. So, like, that's where my mind was today. That's interesting. Um... And then I went into the PLL Sherlock hole, and mm, I was just rocking back and forth oh, on my couch, boy. like, I yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah. And Kitty was like, what are you confused by? Because right now I'm confused why Arya and Emily couldn't fucking sit with their friend who they're helping watch, but they're, like, in a completely different room. Like, so when, like, Allie's right. in her bed, and she dreams that Wilden's in bed with her. Or, yeah. Or Wilden really is in bed with her, but it's Rollins. Yeah. Which there's a whole debate on P.L. Sherlock, too, if it's him wearing a mask or if it's really the actor or whatever. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care either way. I don't care either way, but it's definitely the actor. You think it's actually well done? 100%. And then the 
I was interesting because I know the post you're talking about, and I think it's what he was talking about was that they made he was actually pulling like a, a fake thing off of him so they could get that scene, but it's they they cut away. It's it's Wilden. Yeah. So basically, both the, the actor who plays Wilden and then the actor who plays Rollins, they're they're both there on set, right? And it starts with Wilden who it looks like he's pulling something off because they did the prosthetic or whatever you call it, like, you know, face, like, mold, like, yeah, prosthetic stuff on, like, his neck and his chin of just skin color. And he starts to pull it off. And then the same thing with Rollins. He just has, like, the skin color on his face. And then when you watch it, it's a shot of Will that starts to pull it off. And then it goes... It's a very obvious, like, it's a different shot. It's not yeah. obvious, but it's just, like, it, it's yeah. clearly a different shot. And then... um and then it's Rollins pulling like skin color mask off mm-hmm. of him. I yeah. would. I, I believe. To me, you. yeah, there's like no question. But Sorry, Katie anyone. was really angry that she's just like, so you invite your friends over because you're scared and you don't want to be alone. So they just sit in your living room while you're upstairs sleeping. Why aren't they sleeping in the same room with her? And I was like, well, it's not technically like sleepy time. Like she's on med. She fell down the stairs, right. and she's just like even more reason. For to your friend in the room or be to in be the room hanging next out door. with you or like be closer than downstairs. Yeah, she's not wrong. And she was she got she went into like a crazy Katie Compa wonderful rant. <laughs> That's a pretty good Katie Compa. Like she was just so upset by it. She was just like, "What are your friends doing there <laughs> if they're not going to be in your room?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well," and like it was funny because I was getting our takeout while I was saying this. Like, our delivery guy was coming, and I was like, well, Emily had to talk to Aria because Aria wrote a book with her ex-boyfriend that her current boyfriend is editing and getting jealous about. Like, (laughs) you can't have that discussion while your friend's sleeping. Right, right, right. (laughs) And I said it so like that. Like, just like, obviously, they had to have a minute alone to spell the tea about that. The delivery guy was like, where's my tip? (laughs) Yeah. Insane person. He was just like, what the fuck? fuck are you watching? <laughs> PLL, come on in. Well, that's interesting. Should we watch Cat on the Hot, on the hot Tomatoes sometime? I've never seen it. Nor I, have I... It's supposed to be amazing. Is it a book? Was it a book first? I don't know. It read. was a Tennessee Williams play. A play. That's right. That's right. But yeah. then, I believe Elizabeth Taylor and Paul Newman in it. Yeah, I think you're right. It's supposed to be like an amazing performance. I think you're right. It's supposed right. to be really good. Um, it sounds great. It sounds like an interesting movie. I would definitely be down to watch it. But I'm just like... Especially because it's like the clip, the sound bite that you hear of it, like in somebody being sent away and the addiction thing and the pull over money that is kind of like an overarching. I went to PLL Sherlock thinking that like, oh, of course this is what she's going to be talking about. Right. But she went even more obscure on my ass and I was like, oh, yeah. PLL Sherlock, yeah. why are you so smart? Why is she so fucking smart? Mona's uh, involvement in this episode is also bewildering to me. Because she willing, because <laughs> so she shows up at Spencer's mom's campaign and she's like, "Hey, you gonna pull for your mom? Look, we're friends. Like, I really believe in what your mom's doing. So here I am." And then she shows up when Caleb's not Caleb. Toby's got his gun out and he says, "My favorite line: I'm a police officer." Like, stop. I'm a police officer. Right, right. And it was just, like, the funniest thing, because it was just, like, mm, 
No one believes you. <laughs> it was just as believable as like That's a little adorable. kid playing cops and robbers. Like, I'm a cop. You better stop. You got to listen to me because I've got a badge. So like, sounds like, okay. Yeah. And Mona was like, mm, what up? And like they were like, are you following us? And she's just like, mm, kind of. Like, she's just like, well, what are you guys doing? And they're like, we're going to go down here. And she just follows them. She just follows them. It's so funny and weird. I loved it. Chandler made me laugh so hard on last week's podcast when she's like, can we talk about Mona? Does she even go here? (laughs) They're just so clearly trying to, like, fulfill whatever, like, contractual obligation to, like, put her in a Janelle as, like, they have to put her in a certain amount of episodes. She's so amazing. Like, put her in more. Have her do more stuff. I totally agree, but at the same time, you can't force, it's like, if there's no place for her character to be in the storyline, that's just life. This is the way that you use her. You use her like she's Madonna and Dick Tracy, and you just have her doing a song for the whole montage. And it's like a really long, like 11 minute song, and she's dressed amazing, and she's at the campaign headquarters, and she's just singing the whole time. I'd watch that. And maybe she's doing some dancing, because she was on Dancing with the Stars. So she's just entertaining the good old boys <laughs> while everybody else is solving mysteries. Problem solved. Problem solved. Guys. Someone has a line to Marlene. Drop the mic. You can pass that on. (laughs) (laughs) I would totally watch that. Is Squeaky still staring at us? No. He's gone. Who? Dodge the bullet there. He's cooking meth. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, I distracted them long enough. Here we go. Just hear an explosion from your bedroom. Like, oh, no. Um... So, yeah, I, I'm sad with the way that they use Mona. I feel like it was weird. Like, and Toby got in, not Toby, sorry. Caleb got enraged when they brought yeah. Mona there. He was like, she does not go here. Yeah. Like, and it was just, it also fueled that whole, like, oh, Toby's, I mean, Caleb's mad because Hannah is missing. But, like, that's not, even if they were broken up, I don't think that's an, a weird reaction. Yeah. But it did feel like Spencer knew that yeah. something had happened. Maybe because she's cheated on so many people before. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's my feeling on Mona. Um, made me think again about who was the person that was at Ella's wedding and took all the stuff. Oh, right. So someone was at Ella's wedding and was taking creepy pictures of the And it couldn't have been Rollins because he showed up afterwards. Mm-hmm. So there's another Uber A, I think it's still someone else. Well, and Did then Kill Sherlock was saying that it was maybe the maid. Like maid. Well Mary. she just posted something. She actually just posted something where she was saying, yeah, I think like the person that was the mailman and the maid and all that was Uber A. Um, okay. and not Rollins or Mary. And then Marlene tweeted back at someone who asked, who was this old guy? And showed, like, the old guy, I remember, who worked at the hotel and got into the car, and then the mailman. And she tweeted those screen grabs at Marlene and said, was this Uber A or Rollins? And she said, that's Uber A, but it could be anybody. Which I think is just her covering her bases. It's sort of saying, like, I'm not saying that Uber A and Rollins aren't the same person, but, like, she confirmed that that is Uber A. Uber A is not Rollins. It can't be. Rollins, he could be working for Uber. Yeah, on Uber Rollins A2. and Mary are emoji. Yeah, but I still think that Rollins is not loyal to Mary. I think he's going to backstab Mary, and maybe he could really be loyal to Uber. A. 
And we know that Uber is some of the girls know. Because that one time, or at least Hannah knows. Because Hannah texted, do I know you? And Uber A said, yes. Was that oh, Uber that could have been Emoji. Yeah, maybe that was Emoji. That was Emoji. And that was Rollins, I guess. Because, yeah, she doesn't know But then Mary we've also, Rollins. like, and that's why I want to go back and see, like, Jessica or Mary. Because someone pointed out, Mary's the brunette and Jessica's the blonde. Right. And there were times where Jessica was more brunette than blonde. Yeah. And I was always just kind of like... Well, that's weird. She went through, like, kind of a really darkening phase yeah. of her hair. Not like we needed to talk about it. Yeah. But, but it was still, like, yeah. hmm. Right. What does that mean? Right. Totally. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like my bra is, like, oh, stretched out. The poking? Or the no, it's just, like, it's stretched out. The saggy. It's, like, ugh. What do I gotta do to get a good bra these days? Life is so fucking hard. Tanuki's still staring at us. What is going, what's he gonna do? What happened? What ghost is behind us? Oh my god, it does freak me out. Um, but yeah, I and I think it's interesting that Allie thinks that she's going insane. Because didn't Allie have the dream with her mom and where who had the dream where Allie didn't was dead and had no legs and Mrs. D shows it to them. Dead and had no legs? Oh, it was like Allie was dead. Okay, okay. The, I mean, this is vaguely familiar. This is vaguely familiar. I don't think it was Allie. I think it's someone else. Pouring some wine, guys. Yeah, just, gonna... just getting the natural ambiance of the show going. Yeah. While Chelsea thinks. Yeah, just in case you thought one of us was pissing in a jar. <laughs> that is not the case. It's not the case. We'll grab our boobs during this podcast, but we won't pee in jars no. during it. We do have some self-respect. We have some boundaries. But the Mrs. D. Black Widow dream. So we and just took, we're back. And we took a break. <laughs> we took a little break. We watched the um, Black D. Mrs. Or, Black D, Mrs. Widow? <laughs> the Mrs. D, Black Widow dream that Allie had in the Christmas special. Yeah. Where, if you'll remember, and you can go back and check it out, but we just rewatched it, and I was like, this show's so fucking good. Like, it's, it's so good. It's so crazy. But basically, she has a dream where Mona shows her, Mona shows Allie, Allie, dead in a casket, and says they yes. never found your legs. And then Mrs. D comes dressed as the woman black in black and yeah. says... It's all my fault. They'll be coming for you soon. So, yeah, I don't know what the no legs thing could have to do. Maybe that was just something for dramatic effect, which is saying. But then, in hindsight, it's like Mrs. D saying they're coming for you now. So maybe that was like Mary. You know? And it also harkens back to the 6A finale where he's coming for you. We yeah. came back for you. And we still don't haven't seen that scene. No, but it could but mean that Mrs. the people who are coming back for her could be Mrs. D and Rollins. Rollins. But in that flashback that we never saw yet, she's writing Mrs. Rollins on the chalkboard. So she's still married to him. So would she be afraid of him? Because you'd think if he, she was afraid of him, even if she didn't get an official divorce, she would stop fucking going by that name. You know what I mean? 
Like, I mean, maybe they haven't been able to get a divorce because he's cuckoo bananas, but, but and she's you, still using that name but, because that's what her students knew her as. I guess, but wouldn't you be like, look, my ex-husband was trying to murder me, so if you don't mind, I'm going to be Mrs. De Laurentiis, or Miss. That Ms. seems like a Ms. lot to say during homeroom. I guess, but I'm just saying. Tanuki, did you come to say something about the podcast? Okay, Tanuki's by the, on the mic. <laughs> yeah, he can't. Tanuki's on the mic, himself. or rather his butthole is on the mic. Okay, <laughs> bye forever. Bye. Um, anyways, um, what else? I'm going by you. I don't really have any other. We've covered a lot of ground. I feel like we've said a lot. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that we unpacked from this. We've been going for an hour. We have? Yeah. Oh, well, we have some to cut out, though. Yeah. Um, but I will say I'm excited for season seven again. Yes, me too. I am excited about the show again. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for our bridge season because there's a lot that I want to rewatch. Yep. Including this episode. I just feel like there's still stuff to unpack. I took the freeform quiz on like how well do you remember the finale and I was watching the finale and it was the third time I had watched it today that I was watching it and I still only got eight questions out of like the 15. That's so funny. And it was just like, I'd say it was hard. They were very like nuancey. Yeah, yeah. What, like how many steps did Spencer take and this kind of thing and whatnot and she does count them off but it was just like uh, it was funny because it was less like you were you were uh, distracted by Caleb's abs during this episode, <laughs> you? And, and that was the other thing that Katie said that was very funny while we were watching it was that was just like she was like, "Ooh, I do love a side pelvis of a man shot because that's what we get <laughs> from Caleb." And I was like, "Oh, honey, his, yeah. the shirtless shots of this show give me a life." Oh my god! <laughs> she was like, "You need oh, to say that god. on the podcast," and I was like, "I pretty much say that." Every episode. I think he's just... And I think the only thing that I don't know if I said last week that I will say this week, and I'm fine with repeating myself, is Ezra's cry is just so beautiful. Well, remember, Uh, we're starting the Kickstarter, so I can sleep with him one day. Yes, that's going to (laughs) happen. We're starting the Kickstarter, because, you know, it takes money to get behind uh, these sex setups. Making somebody sleep with you. All right, well, we will see you guys next week when um, we'll be watching. We'll let you know on social media which episode we're going to be watching. So and shout out what episodes that you would like yeah. us to watch, what Tell episodes us. that you think are worth watching. If you watch something that you think we need to look at, we would love to know if there's any movies. Like, sh- should we not watch Cat on a Tin Roof? Is there something else that you think we should watch? Um, we're going to try and watch movies with the girls in it again, kind of fun one-off stuff, too. Um, but someone either tweeted at us or emailed us that we should watch Ezra's movie or Ian Harding's movie that he's oh, in. Oh, that's right. So we have a lot, yeah, that we There's can so much, guys. Watch, so. so you guys are the best. Thank you so much for downloading and dealing with our volume issues and loving us even though we're flawed. Yes. It's we like love very, you. very, it's a very special relationship and we appreciate it. And I can't wait to hang out with you guys through this bridge season. To just spring. be here with you know, our feelings together until PLL returns to us. So have a great Wednesday. Live your best life. Yes. And drink some soon. more Cabernet. Yeah, always. All right. Bye. Bye. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?